I'm Tarina. And I'm Kelly. We're the owners of Say Events, a wedding planning company based in beautiful Vancouver, Canada. This podcast is an honest, behind-the-scenes, no-bullshit look into the wedding industry. With over 15 years' experience in the biz, we share the inside details of what goes on into creating a wedding. We'll interview wedding experts, debate topics, and give you real advice only a wedding planner would know. Maybe it's just our moms, but at least we think we're wildly hilarious. Yes, a wedding has many elements and pieces to bring the day together, but that doesn't mean we can't do it with belly laughs and a sense of humor. This is your consultation. Welcome to the wedding session. Woo! We're here! Oh my god! (laughs) Guys, we've got an episode two from our hiatus. We did it. Goal achieved. Woo! Gold star. Gold star. Gold star for us. Yeah, of course, I'm Trina. That's Kelly, who I'm pointing at. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So today's topic, we're going to jump right into it. And it is heavily inspired by our 2023 season where we did many of these weddings. They were very, um, very popular. So it is a cocktail style reception. And for those who have been in any kind of school, may we have the definition we yes 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 of course um as i push up my glasses here so uh <laughs> okay so a cocktail star reception is basically like any gathering without standard seating or as how i like to describe it when we were in catering anywhere any kind of party where you do not need to cut your food with a knife and a fork. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes. it can kind of run the gamut in the kind of foods that you offer but it is basically for like like it's the very bougie shishi like okay so we're watching suits right now and they have a lot of cocktail style parties they're always people just hanging out with a glass of champagne in one hand and a little yes. nibble in the other yeah. and that is kind of what a cocktail style reception is how they stay so thin yes <laughs> uh, mm, right lots of walking burning calories as they eat nibble on yes. their piece of lettuce mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's uh yeah that's exactly what it is it's something that you can pretty much eat with one hand or you know one hand did um mm-hmm. you know with like a fork or a spoon or something like that or just a quick bite uh, and it is very informal. So what kind of foods would we see? Well, we would see um, canapes, so past appetizers, uh, along and maybe paired with food grazing stations such as like vegetables and charcuterie and fruit and any kind of anything, really. You pop, croissants, I don't know, anything you want. <laughs> I saw so the good. breakfast buffet, yeah. Uh, it's just like a buffet of snacks. Uh um, it also includes food stations. So that's things like chefs that are live making the food in front of you, um, mm-hmm. usually hot and to order. And um, the last one, which has been very popular and we have opinions about it, but it's getting better, is <laughs> it's food trucks uh, or food truck. <laughs> uh, because again, it is very informal. Um, I like to think of cocktail style reception as like the peony of foods, right? It's just mm-hmm. a bunch of different bites in different locations that you're stuffing your face with um (laughs) that have a theme but not really (laughs) so yeah yeah. so that is kind of what we're gonna talk about today so it is super popular uh and we want to set you up for success uh if you plan to go with this type of menu for your wedding uh Mm -hmm. because it is it's not new but i'd say it's a very uncommon uh, type of menu to have at a wedding because a lot of people just can't wrap their heads around it. They just don't quite understand it. Uh, yes. So we're here to help you break it down, right? Yeah. yeah. I do find that, uh, yeah, it was definitely popular this year and I'm not sure 
I don't know why they kind of had a bit of like a resurgence because like it was really popular for a bit and then everybody wanted to do family styles. Family style, family style was all mm-hmm. the rage and then buffet again and now it's uh, and now we're back to uh, like a cocktail style reception. And I yeah. think, I think it is a post-COVID era mm-hmm. ideology. Yeah. And the reason why I say that is because when we were in the era of COVID and we were still able to do events, we were very, very limited in what style we could do. People came in the front door, mm-hmm. they sat their booties down on a chair and you did not leave that chair until you walked back to your car. You were That's not allowed right. to leave that chair unless you had to take a piss. That was yes. it. And so I feel like cocktail style receptions have be kind of become the whole like rebellious, like I mm-hmm. can do what I want. I can walk around. Look at me walk around. Rock and roll wedding. Yes. <laughs> Seriously. It's very, it's super rock and roll. I think because people are able to, and encourages people to walk around. That's the whole point of it. And mm-hmm. so I think that's probably why it became super popular this year is because I think people, as much as we love the whole gathering app post-COVID, all that sort of stuff, I think people like the idea of being able to free flow and move around and it didn't feel quite so stuffy. So that's 100%. Yeah. yeah. So let's start with, you know, why people pick this uh, type of menu and the pros list of having a cocktail salad reception. Um so like we said, the first uh, first thing, it's less formal and it's more casual. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'd say a plate to dinner is very formal because you're presenting mm-hmm. the food in stages, you know, with courses and, and it's put in front of you and it's presented beautifully. And you're supposed to, you know, use the certain fork and the knife where a cocktail style is you can pretty much pick your choose your adventure. Do you want to go mm-hmm. to that taco bar? Do you want to go mm-hmm. get some veggies? Do you want to have some cheese with your wine? You know, it's a, you can kind of pick whatever you want. So it's kind of like a nice, choose your own adventure. <laughs> right? and, yeah. and, and guys, you can go back and forth. So yes. you can start with yes. veggies and then go to the proats and then go back to the veggies again. And nobody you can swim will laps. judge you. You <laughs> could do laps around that buffet or those grazing stations. You could come back for three more things of tacos. Nobody's going to judge you. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. Yeah. Okay. So on that note, I'll, we'll, I'll kind of jump one over, but I'll talk about it. So you can get super creative with the food. So obviously mm-hmm. <laughs> our favorite, thank you. Taco yeah. bars. Who doesn't love like it. tacos? Everyone loves tacos. Ooh. Yes. Oh, uh, tacos, burritos. We love it. We love it. And the little itty bitty tacos. Ooh, they're so yeah. good. They're so good. You know what? I think we love tacos too. It's because it is the most, uh, dietary friendly food because a taco is anything so but we can get vegan gluten-free meat dairy-free we can get it all in one station because it's a build your own taco right so you put whatever you want on it yeah love it love it love it it. (laughs) (laughs) awesome okay so taco bars we love pasta stations hello Mm -hmm. we love pasta stations uh ramen that's a kind of a cool so it's kind of like a little bit of more of a modern take on the pasta station is the ramen um yeah, poutine, we got we got poutine station oh, is great. Is People good. love a yes. poutine, a nacho bar that's always been popular. Mac and um, cheese, mac and mashed cheese, potato yeah. bars, like that's we've great d- too. Yeah, mashed right. potatoes in a martini cup. Yeah, put all of that in the cup. <laughs> so freaking messy. Yeah. And how many martini glasses do you bust? But it's oh, cool. It's so cool. Who cares? It's yeah. So cool. I think the butler actually did one. It was a mini, um, like Christmas plate. Was like a small, tiny, I don't know, like four inches plate of like turkey and mash and stuff. So I was like, "That's cool too." So that's yeah. cute. Okay, it that's cool. Delish. I like yes. that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Joe came up with that one. I mean, she was she was Gosh, stellar. She's, she's right. Funny. The cranberry. I was like, "Yes, let's have that." However, <laughs> you can get very creative, and I think it's also lends really good. So we have a lot of couples that have like traveled before. You know, they got together and and yes. um, settled, yeah. or they, they've had. You know, so maybe it's like we'll have a little bit of Greek skewers over here, and maybe we'll have a little bit of Asian fusion on this side. So it's kind of like. 
a node to kind of who they are as a personality. Or we have lots of couples that be like, I freaking love Italian. It's like, okay, well, maybe we can get like a panini station going, you know, from your, like your favorite restaurant kind of thing. So you can get very um, creative is what we said. So yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Person, yeah. Yeah, um, and then leading into it is also people like yeah. the free flow, as we said, is that you can yes. swim laps and you can kind of do whatever you want. Awesome. So it's like whatever you're feeling. Maybe you're having, you know, a drink and you're talking to somebody, but oh, there's, you know, a meatball that's going by. And then, hey, like now I want a little bit of veggie. So it's all about that fun. Oh, <laughs> I'm just thinking of this. I don't know if you've ever seen it. I should, we should tag it if I can. Okay. There's um, Danny Boy, the Scottish comedian, and he's yeah. talking about going to like an event and they have, uh, canapes passed around and he's like I didn't know there would be food here and he's going on and he's like you know how you kind of like eye the guy where they're yes. coming out of where the kitchen is and so you're always kind of like mid-sentence you're like oh, oh okay he's coming he's coming he's got the thing well, I okay. have seen this gonna, <laughs> right it's just it's absolutely classic I think it's so funny so I love the, the free because when you said the doing the laps around I was envisioning somebody literally doing like a backstroke yeah. <laughs> to like <laughs> the tacos and then and then the pizza station oh my god mm, pizza definitely yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so another one is it's super great for timeline. So oftentimes the timeline, our biggest challenge is getting people from ceremony to cocktail reception or cocktail mm-hmm. hour is where people are kind of mingling and people are having fun at cocktail hour. They don't want to leave cocktail hour <laughs> because they're standing, they're having a nice time, they're chatting. Usually it's nice weather, they have a drink in their hand and, and mm-hmm. it's a good it's a good space to be in. Well, now you're like, okay, cut your conversation and go sit your bum down into a chair with somebody that you may not want to sit with because you're clearly at cocktail hour having fun. So Mm -hmm. this is just an extended cocktail hour, which is great because now we don't have to interrupt the flow. It's like, hey, we've gotten a few appetizers out. You guys have done some photos. Great. Now let's get all the big stuff out. Let's do it. And it's just a continued cocktail hour, which people love the most is cocktail hour. So that's kind Mm -hmm. of why it's great for timeline because now we don't need to push like you need to sit down you need to sit down they need to do the grand entrance you need to sit down no the bar is closed you will not be getting any more beer you will get oh beer in gosh. 20 minutes yeah which we have the bar is closed when <laughs> there was one thing i did cocktail no it was uh it was plated um but the guy goes can i get a drink can i get a drink and I, at this point i i told them many times like no and i just uh i was like no you cannot like my mom voice came out like you sit down young man like i will get you beers like calm down it is 5 30 <laughs> jesus <laughs> like i don't want to be the party foul here but <laughs> so, sit 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 Sit. Yeah. We don't <laughs> nope. tell anybody to sit down. We don't have to be rude. We're no we're not breaking no. any parties. We're just like, hey, exactly. there's more food available. There you go. Exactly. So it's faster yeah. for us too. Because plated can take a long time. Uh, mm-hmm. especially when they sit down, now you're waiting. So at least with cocktail, it doesn't matter. It's mm-hmm. like people are gonna sit or stand where they want. So um mm-hmm. it's easy enough for us. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, and the other really cool thing about the timeline aspect of it is like speeches can kind of happen whenever. So you're talking about the plated dinner being like it takes a long time. I mean, a standard plated dinner is usually about an hour and a half to two hours, depending on how many courses you have. And that is just food service. That's not including all the speeches that have to happen either during or after. When you have a cocktail style reception, as soon as people have food in their hand, you could basically go up and do speeches and you can kind of like pepper it in a little bit too. So it's not like this half an hour, 40 minutes of just constant talking. Mm-hmm. You could do like a couple speeches from maid of honor, best man, and then maybe a little break. And then a few more speeches from like the moms and the dads and then a break and then from the couple. So it's very kind of like relaxed and chill. It's like, imagine you're at somebody's house on a Sunday night and you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to go up and say something like an order. Okay, that's fine too. <laughs> Some famous... Some famous uh, uh, person. Oh, who knows? I don't know. Anyways, yeah, I kind of 
I kind of, I, I do like the idea of like how relaxed the speeches mm-hmm. are because of course speeches are aside from spiders, mm-hmm. public speaking is like the yes. biggest fear for people. And so also mm-hmm. when you walk up to the podium and you have 150 <laughs> eyes staring at you. Okay. So you have 300 eyes, <laughs> yes. 150 pairs. They're staring at you as you about to go up versus when people are seated or they're, um, kind of like lounging around, not everyone's bat facing you. Like it's just a little bit more relaxed. It, it just feels a little bit more. Um, it feels like you're in someone's, someone's house and you're just yeah. kind of going up and saying something okay. like something sweet versus it being like super, super formal. Some people mm-hmm. kind of like kind of freaks them out. So, totally. um, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. okay. The next thing is also <laughs> family dynamics. If your family's so, like mine, so you raise your be- hand. Yeah. So raise your hand if you've got some crazy family members and that's fine. We love you. Uh, it's all good. (laughs) But, but honestly, like we've obviously we've done many weddings and we know there, everybody's got a different kind of background. Everybody's got different families. If you find your family dynamics are so intertwined and so bad that you cannot have a family table that makes sense that everyone is not going to be pissed off or you're not going to start world war three having a cocktail style reception might be your best solution because it's very relaxed. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll kind of talk about this a little bit later about what you definitely should do. And that is assigning, you know, family tables, but Mm -hmm. you can do it a lot more. um, It it just kind of lends itself to being a little bit more, uh, a little more relaxed. There's not as much pressure to make sure that you have certain people in certain areas. Um, It's just like, sometimes if your family is just so nuts, you're like, I don't really know what to, where to put you. There's the buffet. We're dancing in 10 minutes. Just figure it out yourselves. This might be your best option. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, Yeah, exactly. And then uh, another thing, and this, this is um, kind of, it it, it is to each wedding, but you can kind of get away with a less food because say, for example, a standard buffet has, and, and it's done strategically is where they put the bread, the salads and the cold veg and pasta first because they want you to fill up on the fillers and then they hit you with the protein last because you're like shit i don't have any room on my plate to put this but hey put the salmon right on top of the beef baron and put the gravy all on all of it right and the caesar salad gets the gravy and we all love that part of a wedding buffet but in theory that's what we're doing is we're trying to fill you up with all the cheap stuff so that the higher protein pieces um you're not taking as much at the end so with a cocktail style it's more focused on the decadent it's more focused on the one bite versus you know the multiple bites uh so it's like um, a risotto ball is a great example or arancini ball because it's a a like compact piece of rice with cheese <laughs> and like dairy and breading. And so you, not, you can get maybe two without feeling like super full, but you can eat a whole plate of rice. Like that's no problem. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's kind of the idea. <laughs> it's, it's a great visual, right? It's a good visual. Yeah, I yeah. can dig it. Can so dig it's it. arancini ball versus plate of rice. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. my God, that's so awesome. Yeah, <laughs> but you can get away with less because if you're picking higher um, decadent pieces that are smaller, but they're filling, then um, you can get away with a little bit less food and you can um, you can spread it out through the evening. So we kind of say, mm-hmm. like, if you want to make sure people are full at the end of the night, hit them with pizza because everybody loves pizza. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pizza is a, a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one, actually, and we've come across this, too, this season, which we absolutely love because they even do mocktails, too. But mm-hmm. uh, for some of us. <laughs> At the time, at the time. Uh, you you can absolutely have so much more fun with your cocktail beverages when you pair it with a canapé, or when you do it with like 
um, like past appetizers or a grazing station a little bit more than a buffet. Obviously you can still do it with a buffet, but I find a cocktail style reception. You guys are milling around. You guys are having fun. It just lends itself to like more cocktaily vibes. And so you can go up and try a his and hers. You can go up and try like a really cool, like a French 75 or whatever. And the, the glassware is always just a little bit funkier and, mm-hmm. and people can just be a little bit more adventurous, but they're overall cocktail beverages. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, you have a specific theme for your wedding as well. Like some people have like West coast theme or they may have like, you know, like a European vibe because maybe they got engaged in Paris or wherever they want. And yeah, they, yeah. let me tell you guys, we, we've, we've seen it all. And so there's no judging if you have a Paris theme, it's all good. But I'm just saying is, um, you can absolutely get just a little bit more like fun and creative and you can, uh, you can kind of mess around with some of the different types of beverages as well as, mocktails too so we always like to encourage you to get you know have kind of a full you know complete um uh bar menu if you will mm-hmm. um but yeah it's fun i love it yeah it's, it's not like you wouldn't take a signature cocktail to like pair with your buffet food right but you would pair it with like you know a charcuterie plate right <laughs> because the cocktail is another uh, food station in theory mm-hmm. right so mm-hmm. that's kind of what we're and it's pretty it's fun which kind of leads us into our next one is that all the food is very easy conversation starters it's like you know the taco bar oh i i love beef tacos or i love this guy i saw this food truck you know on main street and like i can't believe they're here i like i love these things or uh we have a food truck here called um little Udi's, which is the mini donuts mm-hmm. and like they had some testers and we were like we will test them for you it, it's a hard job but <laughs> someone's gotta do it right uh, so you know it's it's like oh I like have little ooties in the summertime like in White Rock like by the water so I think like all the stations lend to natural conversation starters versus you know mm. the buffet that comes you're, you're chatting and you're having a nice time but you wouldn't necessarily look at your like full plate of <laughs> buffet and yeah. be like yeah this is sweet like yeah. by the water yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. So, you're, yeah. you're so you're so true I mean I think like your people are milling around they're kind of it's mm-hmm. a little bit easier to like walk up to someone and be like oh hey how are you how do you know mm-hmm. so-and-so blah, 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 blah. when you're seated at a table you're kind of in a bit of a safe space because mm-hmm. you're kind of stuck with the other seven people at your table but you're also stuck with the seven people at your table and so yeah. Kind of going back to what you're saying above about like having cocktail hour is kind of like the nice kind of time because in that way people can kind of mill around. Because here's the thing. You have cocktail hour where you can actually have a conversation with someone. I'm going to totally date myself and make myself sound super old. But listen, <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. Cocktail hour at the beginning of the wedding. You can actually sit there and have a conversation with someone. Hi, how are you? How are things? What side do you want? Bride or groom? How do you know them? Blah, blah, blah. It becomes a whole thing. Um, then you have dinner. If you have a plate of dinner or a, a seated dinner of some fashion, now you've been separated from your new best friend because <laughs> you're table 11 and they're at table two and you're waving at each other. Hi, how are you? Yay. Nice to see you again. And then you're sitting with a bunch of random people that you did not meet during cocktail hour. So then you're like, yeah. hi, nice to meet you. Hi, nice to meet you. Hi, nice to meet mm-hmm. you. You got to do the whole thing again, which is fine. But then you're stuck with those people and mm-hmm. you're really only chatting with the two people on either side of you. Because yeah. it's kind wow. of a dick move when you're like, hello to the guy <laughs> 60 inches across the table from you. It's a little bit yes. weird, okay? Then you have then you have speeches. Okay, nobody's talking. You're not supposed to talk. Nobody's talking. And then you go into dancing. Okay, so the DJ has cranked up the music so loud and you're like, what? In the background, you cannot hear a thing unless you go outside and have a smoke, which is bad. You should not be doing that. Yes. <laughs> no, no, fresh air, no fresh air no. for anyone. Ch- 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 no. Um, <laughs> whatever no judging it's fine um it's your health whatever your lungs judgment judgment absolutely judging absolutely judging however 
Now you're at the part where everybody's yelling and screaming at each other and we're trying to dance on the dance floor and it's kind of a thing. Now you've lost the person that you just met who is sitting at table two because now they've made a new friend. <laughs> so it's been a, it's an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> it is an emotional roller coaster when you consider if you go to the cocktail cell reception, you'll have best friends for always. Best friends forever. Yes. Best best friends forever. Or leave for the event. You'll be best friends for the event. event. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it is, it's, a, it's just easier to move around. That's our top. Yeah. Okay, well, let's move on to the cons. And we apologize in advance because, like, we saw a lot of these cons in in uh, in over the years that we've done this before. So, And we bring these to the table and we're like, hey, guys, like, we love that you're having cocktail-style wedding. Here's a list of things that you need to consider to ensure that your guests aren't going to come up, up to us and be like, where's my fucking table? Because it happens mm-hmm. every time we do a wedding mm-hmm. like this. So the first one is uh, you have to have enough seating for everyone and it has yeah. to be a table. And we have gone back and forth with the idea of like soft seating versus hard. It's not really hard seating, but soft seating versus a classic table and chairs, right? Soft mm-hmm. seating is couches and benches and um, and like poofs and pillows uh but in theory people want a table (laughs) so and they want to take pictures with soft seating because the soft seating lounge is beautiful and it's like why would i want to eat my platter there when i can take pictures and cute selfies with them right so that's our biggest thing is you need to have enough seating for everybody you need to have a hard chair and table per person in yes. the room um yes. i've experimented with benches before because benches are really easy to get like quite a few butts there but then um people were annoyed that there wasn't enough tables to put their shit on so that yes. was our challenge was that <laughs> so, um which leads me to another point um and i added this in <laughs> while we were talking is uh folks don't always stop talking for speeches mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they're not really in a classroom setting i would say right it's not the teacher is not saying pipe down and be quiet and pay attention they're at the bar at a food station um Mm -hmm. at the lounge so Mm -hmm. it's tough to get them to shut up (laughs) we've had we've had some secrets to doing it but yeah Yeah, (laughs) just us lately being like shut your mouth (laughs) yeah you know that secret is that's me walking in between the crowd going shh yes Yeah, mom and dad and sister, are talking. Yes, yes. And you know what? It's so true, though. Honestly, I mean, folks don't talk, don't stop talking for speeches just in general. Do you remember that time where an angry librarian had to go and stand behind that guy oh at table eleven, and he was so just like, "Take his candles away!" Oh my god, to take everything away from him. He was he was sitting there with like an empty setting because yes. he was just being bozo. But you're right. I mean, the wedding that we did actually. Um, uh, in the fall, a uh, per- perfect example where like, you know, we were trying to do the speeches and everybody was kind of crowded around. We ended up having to add in. So we had, we had a plan for the soft seating uh, and we planned to do all this stuff. And it was so interesting because nobody sat in the lounge. Nobody sat in any of those areas, which is kind of overlapping with the next thing I'm going to talk about. But um, nobody, everybody was, was kind of all clustered together in like really weird spots. And just because yeah. of kind of the way people were people were yeah. and then um people were the by the buffet that are invited, people were yeah. by the bar people were like coming in and outside they're coming back from the bathroom like they're all over the place and everyone's just like meow 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 and i'm like guys shut up <laughs> oh my god please shush shush please shush <laughs> 
Yeah. 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 So, so if so, you're, we, we recommend you have like a, a commanding MC. That's really mm-hmm, the key mm-hmm. is someone who can take on a, a microphone. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And that kind of brings me to my next point, which you've already sort of touched on a little bit is number one, poofs are not a seat. It's not a seat. A foot. It's for, your foot for a child. Okay. Or an elbow. Yes. Exactly. But no exactly. one's sitting on the ground with their $200 dress and hair and makeup. And heels, you know, like they don't, okay. don't do it. They're okay to hang out there for like a little bit during to like take a break when after they've been dancing. But mm-hmm. generally speaking, the lounge area is not really considered seating for your cocktail reception. We have had events where it's literally been in people's faces and they're like, oh, I don't want to sit there. I'm like, you're fa- you've got front row. You've got rock star parking. This is yep. literally ground zero. You have the best seat in the house and nobody wanted to sit there. I was like, this is so weird. I don't know what, what's going on. And I remember we ended up actually changing when we did a wedding. Um, actually it was last year and, um, we had the exact same situation where we were originally supposed to do a ceremony outside on the, on the back deck. And then we were going to do seating. It was cocktail stall reception. We were going to do seating inside and outside. We ended up totally revamping it. And I'm really glad we did because we ended up doing like long, um, kind of like long cocktail tables, essentially, like the longer ones. Yeah. I'm at, and you know what? I call them the Harry Potter tables because that's yeah, really what yeah. the yes. It worked out people so People get much. it. It's so a visual. People, yeah. people understand a seat and a chair. Yeah. And the the thing to think about too is when you are setting up your um, the decor, and we don't really talk about this here, um, so I will add this in myself. Um, <laughs> people don't understand how uh, how the seating works. They don't understand the lounge is there for them. If there's not enough seating, people are like, well, where do I go? And yep. if you have too much decor, like decor on the tables is great, but mm-hmm. you don't want to have anything on there other than a centerpiece. Yes. Because if you have any kind of glassware on there, any kind of um, cutlery or plates or napkins even, that signifies a different type of experience for the night. And people are going to be very disappointed aka grandma and grandpa are going to be like where the hell is the food where is the server where i i why am i walking up to get like a half a plate why is this plate bigger than my hand like what is going on i'm very confused about this so you definitely want to make sure that when you are doing like the decor the decor as well is like remember that if you put too much stuff on there you're sending the wrong message for folks Mm-hmm. So I kind of went on a slight tangent there a little bit, but essentially no, it makes lounges, sense. lounges are not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> for so lounges are great, like, um, but not is don't, a bonus. Don't, don't yeah. bank any seating for the overall evening on there. So essentially mm-hmm. what we're saying is make sure you have enough seating for everyone in the sense that everyone has a spot to sit at where they can put a plate down and mm-hmm. they can put their glass down and they want to, they can put their coat down. Mm-hmm. Even though... It's a loosey goosey menu, and everything is like whatever. Everybody flow the way they flow. Yeah. Um, but pe- people like yeah, the lounge is just we've tried. It just I don't know why people just don't get it. <laughs> yeah. No. It it's uh, it's become a common thing where it's like yeah, the lounge yes. is a, a, an area to sit, but it it's not. It's it's like it doesn't work. <laughs> so yeah, yeah it's a bonus I- feature. It's not necessarily like oh, this is for you to sit. It's like there are a hundred guests. There's a hundred chairs and table settings, and then there's two lounges that are bonus content. So yeah, yeah. I, I wonder if I wonder if it's a little bit like you know nobody wants to be the first person to have the cake. Nobody wants to mm-hmm. be the first person to have like the first thing. I wonder if the yeah. lounge is like well, this is reserved for the bridal party or for the the bride. I also find it's um it's a height thing for me because I am quite tall. So when I sit at a lounge, my knees are like in my nose right so it's uncomfortable oh. to eat something when I'm like kind of half squished like a taco right so, That's so it's, 
funny because I'm the exact yeah. opposite where I'm like, yes. I, I hate, don't touch the ground. And yeah. so for me to eat on a lounge, I actually have to need like prop five yourself pillows. forward, right? I have to yeah. prop myself forward with like 15 pillows behind me. And then if there's no pillows, then I need Real's legs or something to like hold me up. Like <laughs> I'm trying to, yeah. and, then, exactly. and then you're balancing the plate, even if there's no knife or fork, like you're still mm-hmm. balancing the plate on your knees. Like, And oh, your drink I, is often on the ground <laughs> because yeah, there's only yeah, little tables. You know? Yeah. Yes, it's just, yeah. It's, it doesn't always work. It's, it's beautifully, aesthetically stunning, but it, it's not the best place to eat it's a great place to have a drink and like you know after between dancing you know back and forth but yes mm-hmm. so you know that is lounges we love them but not for don't put them in your seating <laughs> um, yes. yeah uh and and to that people want to take pictures with the lounge right so if you got mm-hmm. all your napkins and plates and toothpicks and <laughs> glassware there yes. then who's gonna they're gonna take pictures like oh can you clear it or like where does that go or their pictures have all this crap in it right mm-hmm. so the lounge is more of a photo op or yeah. like a place to chill and relax not necessarily like oh this is where you're gonna eat your dinner yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Totally. um yeah. but to our next point is people are territorial oh <laughs> so, heck yes. and all of us are like that um you know it's like okay give me your jacket i will go reserve our chairs you think people that took the time out of their day to come to your wedding want to fight for seats <laughs> like mm-hmm. that doesn't seem mm-hmm. fun for anybody so nope. um it's kind of it gets pretty aggressive and then what happens is um say there's like i don't know 20 seats at a long row and five people have taken the top a few have taken the middle now there's a bunch of single spots available but uh, people are traveling in packs of couples uh, or fours or six. So they can't, so they're like, we don't have a table. It's like, but you're eight people. I can see eight chairs with my eyes, but like split up or ask people to move. And it becomes uh, like a rigmarole. So we just have to like make tables, which it, is every cocktail event we've done. We've made a table at least once. Most, yes. It is the most yeah. awkward thing ever. I had this instance. I had this incident happen at one of the weddings I did this summer. We did all the things. There was enough seating for everybody. And that exact same thing happened. We had a whole bunch of gaps in between. And you know what? It's, it was hilarious. The whole time I'm going through all the, going through up and down the rows and I'm like, okay, so this is a couple, this is a couple, this is a one guy. So he's in the middle of three chairs. You could make a choice and go on the one chair, but you chose to go in the middle chair. So now yes. you're dividing people. And I seriously <laughs> felt like I was an usher at church. Okay. Yeah. I'm sitting there waving two, okay, two people. Okay. You come on over here. You're going to sit over here. Okay. The next three people. Okay. You come on over here. You're going to go on this side over here. Like it was like, oh my God, what the heck? It was, it was not very good. But the issue of what I found was so interesting and it's, it's like a behavioral science or something like that is that you're right. People sit in the most unexpected, weird, yeah, like, Sit places that you're like, yeah. okay, I don't understand why you thought that was a good spot to sit. <laughs> totally, right? It was literally yeah. like, like, why did you think that that was a good place to park your ass when you've yeah. got like, you know what I mean? Or like, like some tables, like, okay, so you've got a table and you've got somebody maybe with a mobility issue. You can clearly mm-hmm. see there is a wheelchair coming, okay? And normally, mm-hmm. if you don't have an assigned spot for them, this issue is absolutely going to happen. But all of a sudden, yeah. you've got a bunch of bunch of young folks or a bunch of people that are sitting at a table. And then how is the wheelchair? Where's the wheelchair going to go? Like, you got to think yeah. a little bit about that too, right? And as a guest, you're not really paying attention to anybody except yourself and yes. your new friend at table too. <laughs> yeah. But and then, and then also what happens is your bridal party is stuck doing photos. So when yes. seating gets claimed, your bridal party is shoved to the back because totally. they don't, yes. they weren't there at first because they're stuck with you. Right. So yes. that is also a major problem that has happened no, before. Yes. Like, Oh, all the people in those nice emerald green dresses, y'all don't get a chair. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. 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 And then um, the next one is, um, I can, I can understand this one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Older people. 
They just do not understand this at all. They don't get it. (laughs) So weddings up until, I don't know when, 10 seconds ago, (laughs) (laughs) um, the older generations do not totally understand the cocktail style reception dynamic as well as the younger folks. And I'm not going to isolate a specific group of people, but I can definitely say it is older than your parents' generation. So if you have older aunts, uncles, grandparents, even parents, sometimes if they're they're expecting a, if they are expecting a traditional style of reception, then um, then it, if if they are walking in unprepared, they are not going to understand that they don't have an assigned spot or a table which their whole. Because the thing is, is that if you've got aunts. Um, okay. So we've done a few weddings. There's one wedding we did a few years ago, big Italian wedding and all the ants were together. Could you imagine <laughs> splitting up yeah. all the ants? They all spoke Italian. They did not understand English very well. So if you don't, so, oh, okay. So this is what I'm saying. Yeah. So if you have anybody that is ESL, English isn't their first language and you're going to not necessarily put them like anybody can find a spot wherever they want. Everything is amazing. I'm going to tell you right now, they are not going to be happy. They're going to leave. Um, you're gonna have a whole bunch of empty spots, and it's also like that's not a memory for them that they're gonna wanna they're gonna wanna cherish, right? Because they're like, I don't know where I sat. If, can you imagine your grandparents sitting way the frig in the back forties because all of your friends wanted to sit in the front? And it's to what you were saying before about the bridal yeah. party. Mm-hmm. If they don't, if the bridal party doesn't have a place to spot to sit, where are they gonna sit? Even the bride and the groom. Where yes, does the bride and the groom the sit? Too. Yeah, yeah. Like we've typically, we've actually tried to carve out like a little sweetheart area with like a lounge. Uh, but generally speaking, like most people. Um, they'll take it over. Like, yeah. They'll just take it over anyways. And we got to kick them out. And it's like, well, this is really awkward because there is supposed to be assigned seating. There is seating for everyone. But I need mm-hmm. you to sit over there by yes. yourself because yeah. nine people decided to sit at an eight table spot. And then they're sitting <laughs> weirdly. So there's like you and your girlfriend are now split up. Sorry. Like, yeah. You know, can you please move over a spot while I'm sitting here? I'm like, okay, well, this is a couple and you're by yourself. You're being a bozo. It's weird. It's like older guests. It's just, strange. It's strange. Yeah. And then of course, and, and they're not going to want to make a scene either. And no. you have to remember too, is that yes, this is your day and you can do whatever you want, but the wedding is also about the people that brought you to this moment in your life. So mm-hmm. you want to pay uh, respect to those people and make sure that they feel welcomed and loved and taken care of on the day. Um, mm-hmm. I, uh, I was, uh, just in Mexico actually for a family, uh, family wedding. It was very exciting. And, um, uh, the groom was South Asian. He was East Indian and the bride was white. And, uh, they were asking me questions about, um, seating arranged like seating for for the dinner and I was like well you're definitely going to want to assign seating because they have um interesting family dynamics yes the groom was like we don't do assigned seating we just let the elderly sit first yeah that's it, yeah but that's like a cultural thing and they know it that. is yeah they also don't send out um they don't know the guest count beforehand they don't that's another yeah. thing as well they're just they let the chips fall where they may which i they think do. is such yeah. a ballsy it could be move 200 could be 600 you don't know so yeah Ball, exactly. ballsy for catering but <laughs> yes oh yes but the, point, the point is is that it's just assumed that you would let the elderly people or the old the, you know the elder family members mm-hmm. find their spot first and then everyone else finds a seat around them mm-hmm. like I, if you're going to do that have that like you need to make sure that people understand that concept and not everybody does yeah. So it's just, it, it, this is a very long winded response to older guests just do not get it. <laughs> okay. Another point, people get drunk much faster because they're not really controlling what they're eating. So they could go, 
get a drink and then maybe have a bite of an arantini ball and then maybe they'll get another drink and then have like a piece of salami and then they're like why can't i see it's like well you need to eat more so um you know just be aware of that that people can get drunk faster or maybe bring out cocktails stronger cocktails later and maybe have that very nicely juicy filled cocktail that is a little right exactly so yeah yeah, people get drunk a little faster that's you need like like starch or a pro. <laughs> a pro or a con, you need more starch, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, another thing is is garbage. Oddly enough, mm-hmm. you, there's actually more garbage because people are milling around. So you actually need more staff circling the floor to actually mm-hmm. keep track of all the crap that's all over. When you got a yeah. round table, all the crap is on the table. Mm-hmm. And our biggest pet peeve, because we're former caterers and planners, is seeing the garbage. So we'll start picking it up. But just have your catering staff be like, do you have enough staff on to clean up the garbage? If not, I want to add on another person because like mm-hmm. – just have that person dedicated to clearing cups and plates and and like cardboard boats and dips and mm-hmm. forks. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just someone needs to constantly be cleaning. It's one person's job for sure. Yeah. And then our last point is that it's not necessarily cheaper because you need more uh, staff. You need about the same amount of staff. Um, some rentals are less, but not necessarily because you still need the glassware. You need plates. You need um, the f- uh, all the things still because it just... You think you would you would need less because they're handheld food, but that's not necessarily the case. You still need tables to put all this stuff on. You still need lots of little plates. So mm-hmm. don't think of it as like you're going to save money. If anything, this is very comparable to a buffet. Like it's just a buffet with your hands. <laughs> yeah, I was I was actually just going to add to that is like you actually do need more plates than you think you do when you have a pl- when you have a buffet dinner. In theory, you've got your plate. You will typically take it up again and maybe fill mm-hmm. it up again. If you've got a cocktail style reception, you have a plate. You put it down. You walk away. You get another plate. You put it down. You walk away. Same with yes. your glassware. You actually end up needing a lot more because again, if you didn't actually get enough spots for people, shit's going to be everywhere. <laughs> it's just a mess. Just everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So have someone constantly cleaning. Exactly. Um, So how to make your cocktail style dinner successful. So here are some (laughs) of the pointers that we have learned over the years of our wisdom. So (laughs) um, obviously the biggest one, and we've said it many times, is you need to assign seating. We don't give a shit what it looks like. You need to put name (laughs) cards on the tables because people are ruthless. And also people feel a little shafted when they can't get a table. Um, So it's I think I've even done it. It's like family tables and people come up and like, well, I'm family. Like, did you give birth to the bride? Then go sit over there. Like, <laughs> it's like, well, we're the aunt twice removed. I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> so that's where it gets kind of dicey. So it's like there is no room for gray area. It is black and white assign the goddamn seats or assign yes. tables right like the johnson's your table eight over there like head on that way right um and make sure that the parents and the vip are in the front because there's nothing worse than get speeches are be given and mom and dad are shafted to the back because they didn't grab their table soon enough mm-hmm. right people yep. don't necessarily know the setup of the room it's not always very obvious where the bride and groom are gonna sit so yeah we cannot yeah. stress it enough it's supposed to be casual but it's only casual if, there, if there's nobody pissed off. So make sure you assign seating. Yeah. So true. It also so doesn't true. exclude people, right? There's groups of 10 and there's groups of two. So how do those people, you know, connect, right? At least they won't mm-hmm. feel left out or like, oh, I know someone from work. So we've seen that happen too. So yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a big one. <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. Okay. And the next one is your tables, small and large tables. You can absolutely do that. Uh, so we do, sometimes we'll do the big rounds, like the 60 inch. Well, sometimes yeah. we'll do like the little small kind of cocktail tables. The long rows I find works the best. The Harry Potter style. It does, long yeah. kind of long. Be- Listen, the Germans in Bavaria, they knew their shit for Oktoberfest. It works <laughs> it well. Is, it is Oktoberfest tables. It's yeah. Oktoberfest tables. Yeah. It, it works well. There is no harm, no foul. Yeah. Nobody's upset. They've all got a beer in their hand. Yes. This is, I honestly, the and long. Those tables those- 
encourage mingling more and it and it does still feel casual so that's like the key it's like it doesn't feel like a banquet like there's long rows give that feel of like yeah we're at like a bar like we're having fun Mm -hmm. like we're meeting people and but but assign the seats (laughs) for the love of god (laughs) (laughs) um we touched on it earlier but hire staff to clean up like um it's just it's crazy how much stuff gets pumped out of these stations and Mm -hmm. uh like even the bar right like maybe you have two bartenders like you need a bar back to dedicate cleaning up glassware and constantly putting it away and getting rid of the of the disposables and have them till the end of the night you think it's after dinner no it goes till midnight so yes. make sure you have extra staffing just to clean up it's always landed on us i find over the, the this year especially it started to land on our way so we really mm-hmm. are like and now we're be like you need to hire two of our people or get catering to take care of it because it's so much of a job yeah yep, absolutely yep. yeah uh, okay, small plates are better. I know this seems kind of weird, but honestly, like I said earlier before, the worst thing to have happen is if you are sitting at a table and you've got, or you're sitting at a lounge and you've got this giant plate, the little ones are better. Not only does it, um, not only is it easier for you to walk around with, it's easier for you to also portion control, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Uh, cause we all know that you definitely layer your plates. If you're me, I layer. Um, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, the smaller plates are just a little bit better for just overall, uh, overall guest experience. And again, like you want to be making sure that you get enough because of course people will take a plate, they'll fill it up, they'll drop it down. They'll grab another mm-hmm. plate, fill that up, drop that one down, and so on and so on. So you definitely want to make sure you have enough, but the smaller plates are going to be a little bit better for you for the overall budget. <laughs> yeah. Um, another one, and it's kind of weird, and this is really just a small detail, is that you need to have uh, two very clear stations. One is a water station because if the bar is constantly packed and you're just kind of thirsty, there's not water available on the table. So just have a pitcher of water with some disposable cups, and that's really all it takes, and just constantly refill it. That is a big one, especially for the summer here. And then what we found worked really well, and I did this at Sitka Farms mainly because there is no kitchen there, we had to build it, is have a just a random table with a garbage can and a recycling bin next to it. And I'd say 60% of your guests will understand that's where they can put their stuff. So that mm-hmm. if they are non-committal to sitting in their assigned seating, which you will have because you've listened to this podcast, is that, <laughs> that sometimes you're like, oh, where do I put my stuff? And they'll, they'll just put it on the ground or they'll put it with people or they'll put it on the high top. It'll get kind of gross. So at least they're like, oh, that's a clearing station over there. One, it'll help your staff clear it faster. But two, it'll kind of help with the mess a bit because mm-hmm. if you can't have servers constantly on the floor with trays at least they're like oh i can like throw my can in there i can throw my garbage here and and they don't have to do much it's just it kind of just helps along the mm-hmm. volume of stuff because people mm-hmm. are by nature not rude so they want to be like oh where can i put my things they are mm-hmm. there as a guest but they're kind of like i mean we're canadian so we're a little polite <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? so where can i clean up can i wash my own dish right so yeah. yes, yes <laughs> over there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with the host <laughs> yay then- awesome. okay so the last one is honestly probably one of the more important ones obviously they're all really important but this is super important please explain it to your parents so that they have a really good understanding of what they're walking into. This is also part of the overall anticipation of the event itself. When you are sending your invitations out, you need to clearly let people know this is a cocktail style reception. Make sure you are not wearing stilettos because you might be standing for a little while, Mm -hmm. you know, letting people know that it's going to be more of like a casual event. That is really, really important. Also explaining it to any of your older family members. If you let them know beforehand and just say, hey guys, just so you know, it's a very relaxed environment, very relaxed situation. There will be seating for you, but it's a little bit more, uh, it's a little bit more like being in someone's someone's house. Um, 
versus being in a really formal, stuffy place. If you let them know that beforehand, then when they walk in there, they will have a, a bit of a, um, it won't be such a shock to them, right? And same with your parents. If you let them know, mm-hmm. um, it won't be such a shock to them too. And they can also help re-explain it to grandma in case she doesn't necessarily remember, but that's okay. <laughs> we love grandma. Um, yeah. But definitely explaining it to people and letting folks know, because even with, even with your guests as well, you want to make sure that you're managing expectations and letting folks know, because again, you want to make sure, I mean, everybody's coming to celebrate you. You want them to have fun. If they yeah. walk in there and they're like, what the actual fuck? Yeah. <laughs> they are not going to have fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have explain it to them and give them a good overview of what's going to happen. So mm-hmm. yeah, but these are the tips that we've given you about our knowledge in the business. And I'm sure, you know, we'll have a part two to this because um, we've done many of them. So as we start mm-hmm. blogging more about them, we'll have more insight for you. But um, yeah, uh, definitely. If you're going to go with this, um, you know, type of uh, dining experience, take all our advice and we hope that all the success for you. <laughs> so, or listen to us when you when you hire us as planners. But yeah. <laughs> uh, we wish you the uh, best. <laughs> yeah, we wish, you, we wish you good luck and Godspeed. Godspeed. <laughs> There's no such thing as a perfect wedding, but we can sure, you know, have some elements that are going to make it less aggressive when they're like, where's my chair? So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, until next time, we'll have more stuff and more fun things to talk about <laughs> more, stuff, more stuff and things yeah exactly more, more stuff and things i don't know <laughs> <laughs> it just comes it's it, we're inspired so yeah um, but yeah till next time we will talk about more things <laughs> bye guys <laughs>Hey there. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Wedding Session. Remember to hit subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so you can get updates to your phone for the latest episodes. Want to connect with us? Hit us up on Instagram at The Wedding Session. We're people first and planners second and understand everyone deserves their own unique wedding experience. So when it comes to planning your wedding, do what's right for you. This episode was written, produced, and created by us. us.